0: Welcome, my Chingoos, to episode 124 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about brand new music, DPR Live, Freedon, Got7, Shin Shindong, Unhyuk, and Solar, Hyona, Johnny, Sophia, Twice, and Woody Gochild. Go Child. Is Stephen with me? As always, is my co-host Josh. Hello. This week in K-pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-pop music video releases. We start each episode with our favorite songs of the last two weeks, and then we conclude with our big names no game section, where we talk about our disappointments of the episode. You can find more of our show on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other podcasting platforms, and you can also visit us on our website, in and uh this episode is the last main episode for the new year yeah for before our top 10 before the new year yeah yeah, yeah. The, the 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 top 10 is the next episode the biggest episode of the year it's it's a very very special episode yeah we love it we love it every single year right we also want to say that we have we're going to do some awards this year right a bunch of our slack chingu's uh, wanted to kind of uh, make some awards, so we're going to have a whole after show dedicated to 2017 awards, also. So you can look forward to that. Yeah, we're not we're not quite sure what
1: categories they want us to kind of present uh, as of yet, because I think we're still voting for them. But yeah,
0: we're still nominating. We have we haven't even started voting yet.
1: But yeah, uh, it's in a couple of weeks. Still still nominating
0: the categories even. So yeah, but so we got kind of a, a quick episode because it's December and normally not a lot of music is released in December other than uh, ballads and uh, Christmas songs. Yeah, usually around this time in Korea. Korea is very
1: cyclical. If you follow K-pop for a while, like, you know, spring, you got all your love songs. And once it kind of is summertime, you got all your, you know, happy party songs. And the fall time, you got your, you know, moody, melodramatic kind of songs. And and this time, this winter time, you have your company-wide Christmas collaborations,
0: right? Right. Um, but before we get to the music, uh, we do want to say that, uh, you know, maybe you won't get this podcast for another couple of days or a week or so. But as of the recording yesterday, we there were some really, really, really sad news uh, that we just want to mention. Maybe you haven't heard, but maybe you have. Uh, but Chinese. Uh, junghyun am i saying his name right i don't want to screw up his name okay junghyun he uh passed away uh it was yesterday at the time of recording but it's very 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 sad news very tragic yeah um he was only Uh, 27
1: yeah and it's uh an issue that is very prevalent uh not only in korean culture but i think um mental health is a real big issue amongst idols Uh, because you know they don't they don't take good care of idols um they're always tired lacking sleep and always under constant stress and it's uh it's just a really it's it's just so sad I I really just can't express how deeply sorrowful this is because it, it, it makes you feel a little bit guilty knowing that you're feeling a machine which is putting so
0: much stress on on very young people yeah and it, it's you know we you know we lived in korea and i mean s- suicide is a very very big problem you know even aside from the celebrity circuit you know um it's just it, it's always always a very very hard and sad thing to hear whenever anyone you know famous or not uh goes through with that so uh if you guys you know it feels weird me, me being serious and stuff like that. So I, I'm not entirely sure what to say about this, but I do know that a lot of people always direct people to the, um, suicide hotline. You know, if you have ever had thoughts about suicide or just, just to talk to somebody, anybody uh, about it, but it, it does sound like Jonghyun, he talked to a lot of people, but, uh, it still wasn't helping.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's a, a whole nother conversation that we can have for an after show. But Korea, I think as a society has not really accepted mental health and depression as, as seriously as they should. Right. And, um, I just, I just hope that this is, you know, that his, his, his death wasn't in vain and that people are going to start changing the way they think. Um, cause that's kind of the first step in order to get, you know, mental health on the map so
0: yeah but but the outpouring of like emotion from fans or or even people that aren't they don't even know anything about k-pop that i've been seeing is 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 really nice you know really nice to see you know even new, a lot of news uh, articles have, have said very wonderful things and so i'm really happy that that i wasn't seeing a lot of just like you know focusing on the the korean you know part of things and it's just it's just always it's just always sad to see someone so young uh, pass away but uh after this uh, we're just gonna kind of move on with uh the normally normal
1: but um we felt it would be a disservice not to not to mention it and talk about at least for a little bit yeah yeah
0: Uh, let's move on to the main uh part of the episode and uh yeah so this week uh i won steven yeah. that's me i won the random number generator fun time um so i got to pick the 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 best song or my the first song right but unlike the last couple of episodes we uh really didn't agree that much in this episode there's a yeah. whole lot of like a what or like a really kind of kind of kind of going on i was surprised for at least at least half of your picks steven you know i surprised myself you know yeah. 2007 has changed me dude 2007 <laughs> has changed me um, <laughs> 2017 you mean <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: 2017 is gonna be spicy for the top 10 yeah but but let's start Anyways, but let's, gosh, let's start it okay. off
0: steven uh hit us hit us with what you what you picked for your favorite song in the, the episode right so i picked a solo woman singer that i don't think we've I feel like we may have talked about one of her songs before, um, but her name is Sophia, spelled S O P H I Y A. I've actually never seen that spelling Sophia. I have never
1: also seen it spelled that way either. Right.
0: But uh, Sophia with her new song, For the Record.
2: From now on,
0: Now, this song, as many longtime listeners will know, I love R&B ballads with a beat. That is just one of those things that I love. And this song is that to a T. It's not special and it's not amazing. um, And that kind of is indicative of all the songs this episode. Um, As Josh pointed out, normally I do pick these songs and I do like these songs, but they usually much lower on my, you know, favorite songs of the episode kind of list. But I don't know what it is. This episode, maybe it's just the feeling, the it's w- winter where we're, we're back home in America where at least for me, like I'm back home with friends, but then I also feel kind of lonely and kind of uh, put aside, you know, because everyone else is going off, you know, to work and living their normal life and I'm still kind of at home, you know. This song is kind of it is very simple. It's very simple and and yet kind of sensual. It's just a lot of static shots of just her alone. And I don't know, maybe I resonated with that unconsciously. But the, the song is just very uncomplicated. It's, it's the first 20 seconds is what the rest of the song is. But I don't know. There's just something to it that I that I really like. Like, for example, in the chorus. She kind of switches it up a little bit. She puts she puts in these like faster syllables into the chorus. She kind of uh, volume up and volume downs her voice.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you in that it is a good song. But I mean, it's obviously your favorite song in the episode and not mine. Mm. But the things that I like about it is that she does a really good job of just making a very simple song, like you said, not necessarily complicated, but very diverse uh the the way she you know the the cadence in which she sings like and like you said the volume in which she sings are uh they they really add a, a different kind of flavor and another layer to the song and also i like that she isn't uh to bounce off of your uncomplicated kind of point i like that she doesn't try to to r&b it up too much she doesn't try to like you know riff for like a whole minute like some r&b chingles would do she's a good singer she sings a song very well and she knows the the song very well. And uh, I think that's kind of what is the charm for at least for me.
0: Yeah, I, I I can't really describe the feeling I get when I watch this super well. I just kind of get into a zone of just like a groove zone. Like a groovy room per per se. <laughs> a room for groove where it's just her her voice is kind of is airy, but it also has this like emotion in it. You know, it's not just all like Yona, Airy, right? It's not powerful like, say, an alien or something. It's not gruff like a like a um, Hyorin, you know. But I said I, I could say plain, but I think that's not the correct word. You know? Yeah, plain plain is a it kind of has a negative connotation to
1: it. Plain yeah. is meaning it's it's not interesting. Her voice is interesting enough, but it's just. It it doesn't have a very uh, stark or kind of like jarring
0: characteristic that you can just point to, right? Right. It's just it's just perfect for this backing track, and I've listened to some of her other songs, and she doesn't sing like this in her other songs. Hmm. It's just I don't know what it is. I think it's just perfect. I, I perfect for this song. Not a perfect song, right? It's perfect for this song, and and I think the music video, while it's again, it's not very special. I think it also fits very, very well um, because it is a very simple song and it is a little sexy, right? There's a a little sensualness to it, but for the most part, she doesn't overact much. It's not overly emotion bait, you know what I mean? There's a little bit of it, but I don't know. My favorite part is just her kind of in this like, it looks like her hair is like, Kind of messy, but not really it and she's just just singing it's just the shot of her face, she's just singing she' got braces on, you know, yeah. it just seems very down to earth, you know what it's, I mean it's raw, it's very yeah. raw, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, so for the record i I know I recommend a lot of ballad army ballads with a beat, but and maybe it's just the factor of this episode, and there's not that many great songs, but I really, really enjoy this song, and every time I hear this song. I, for some reason, I'm just drawn to it even more. Yeah, and, and
1: sometimes there you you just can't explain it. Sometimes there's something about a singer's voice that just really resonates with you, or might, you know, just be a combination of
0: things. And I think that that this song is that for you. Definitely is. Um, but the the last thing I want to say is that uh, there might be other music videos, but I did notice that this one was in 4K, which I now have 4K monitors and and. You, The difference between 4K and 1080p is not that big, especially when it's not shot on, like, like a red camera or something like that. And most people are watching on their phones or they're watching it on their laptops. They don't really have 4K screens. But, like, I want – why aren't (laughs) – like as a BTS fan, I want a fucking 4K BTS music video. Or as a twice fan, I want a fucking 4K twice music video. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. aren't we getting these these things? You know, there are fan cams that are 4K, but I the know, music I know. videos aren't, you know? Oh man, those are real sharp, man. <laughs> yeah. And you know, in, in in music videos, we always harp on the fact that they put on these filters, and it, and sometimes it says 1080p, but because of all the filters, it looks like it's like 480p, and we're like, wait, do we right. fuck shit up? You know, it's just like why K-pop companies like put out the best quality music videos. That's what people are watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so good on you, Sophia. Like tiny indie artist, forty thousand views. Still got that 4K, baby. Still yeah, she 4K. got that 4K, baby. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so the song that I chose
1: uh, for the best song of this episode is kind of in the same vein uh, as yours, Stephen. Like you said earlier, this is a song that I wouldn't necessarily pick at the top of the episode. But one of the songs normally in a, an episode that has a lot of good songs, I would pick towards the end. But this song... It's the only song I think this episode where I heard it and I immediately had to download it. It really had that feeling on me. Uh, It's this collaboration of all these chingus from brand new music and the song is called Baby Can I. this track is a bum key, uh dirty sanchez Sanchezy chancellor uh taiwan yang tai il and this uh subunit called mxm they're a subunit of the brand new boys and they're actually steven just informed me today that they were the ones who showed up on produce so that's probably why they're getting shine and this song is just uh, just all these names you hear it, and you think R&B. And this song is an R&B song through and through. It's got this beautiful piano backing track that's accompanied by this kind of low-key real beat that just really carries it. And it's it's simple, and it lets the singers kind of do, do their own thing. And everybody does their own thing to a certain degree. Bump Key is uh, kind of rusty. Uh, he starts it off and you're just like, oh, yeah, I can get into this. And, you know, Dirty Sanchez is singing the hook. So that is a plus 100%. And the vocals are are very just amazing. And that's what you kind of listen to this song for. There's no rapping, which is amazing because a lot of these chingus kind of dibble dabble in the rap. Uh, Dirty Sanchez included. And so it, it's it's just what I want from an R&B song. And it's great that, you know, Bumkey is first after Sanchez sings the first chorus. And it's great to hear his voice because he hasn't really put out uh, a lot of things recently. And I like a lot of Bumkey songs, but he definitely kind of was the the weak link, I guess, in this, you know, cocktail of R&B singers.
0: But it is such a wonderful cocktail. Like
1: It is such a wonderful cocktail, yeah.
0: But no, I you know I I pretty much agree uh, with you. Like, you know, there's been a lot of R&B, and we say R&B a lot, but there are many camps of R&B, right? There's right. the the chill hip hop camp. There's the the crush and kind of even Dean and you know maybe even Zion T camp, right? But the R&B ballads me- also. Yeah. yeah, but brand new music has always been its own little camp, and and while it's not quite as popular, they're not quite as banging as they were like two three years ago. Um, like, where's Verbal Jin at? I don't fucking know, you know? Yeah. Can't have brand new music without Verbal Jin. Come on. Right. Um, it it is still really nice to hear this kind of, of Korean R&B, you know? Yeah. Very old school kind of sounding. Like, if I were, I would totally guess Chancellor made this backing track. I have no idea if it was Chancellor, but...
1: I would put money on it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it sounds like a Chancellor kind of track.
0: Yeah, just kind of, like, older sounding, quirkier yeah inspired r&b not current american r&b inspired yeah. you know
1: it's it's kind of a almost a retro like 90s late 90s kind of r&b style yeah and, and i resonate with that a lot because i'm a really big fan of 90s r&b and i really just kind of like they the way they arranged like the singers um so sanchez starts first and sanchez singing a hook is just amazing but yeah you know, I really like Sanchez's voice and I really do want to hear him just sing, a, you know, a, a verse instead of just the hook. Um, but the second chorus, it changes from Sanchez to Chancellor. So Chancellor sings the hook in Sanchez's place. And then right after Chancellor finishes the chorus, uh, Sanchez actually gets to sing uh, a verse, which is amazing. I think, in my opinion, probably the best uh, part of this song I, I'm a little bit biased. Uh, I I do love Sanchez's singing voice. It's just so silky, and it's just it's just really nice that everybody kind of gets their shine a little bit. Uh, but you know, some some guys, uh, the brand new boys especially, they kind of get relegated to you know fill duty. But when you've got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys singing on a song, and you got to keep it under four minutes, you know, somebody's got to take
0: the short end of the stick. Right, and, and as you said earlier, I, the whole time I was like, "Please don't rap! Please don't rap! Please don't rap!" You know, um, and then they didn't, and that in itself knocked it up a bunch, you know, for in my in my mind. Oh, totally. And, and I and I love these uh, winter collabs, especially the ones that aren't just like Christmas bait, you know. Um, Where they're just like, I think there was an NCT Dream one, which was literally just American Christmas songs. Or not even American, sorry, just Western Christmas songs, right? Yeah. Which is fine in itself, but I I, I really do like, um, like it has this winter feeling, but it's not only about Christmas, right? Yeah, it's this this winter company
1: collab, yet it's not just like ho-ho-ho and jingle bells and stuff like
0: that, right? Right, right.
1: If I had to, if I had to say anything negative, and I and I don't want to say anything negative, I don't know if it's really a negative, but um, a lot of their voices do sound kind of similar. But since I'm a fan of almost all these artists, I can tell them apart. To the casual listener, they might sound very similar, but I think one of the brand new boys has uh, a really low kind of register voice, and when he's doing the fills with the other guy, I think it sounds just amazing. So. They got relegated to fill duty, but I think they did a great job. Everybody did a great job. Bumkey, he, his, his part is as close to a rap as you can get. I think.
0: Wow, well, I'm mean, I, 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 don't hate Bumkey's part. I guess. I don't. I don't
1: hate it, but it's definitely not as good as everyone else's.
0: It, he's definitely the odd duck out because his singing style is very, very different than right. the rest of these dudes. But my favorite part is like the pizza party that they have. Like, right <laughs> <in>. I'm like. <laughs>
1: Damn, oh. that's so
0: Korean, dude. Oh, yeah. We
1: didn't, we didn't talk about the music video at all, but it's pretty much just them
0: recording the song. Right. It it, it really seems like probably some of them have never really hung out before. <laughs> like, it's a yeah. little just a little like, awkward. PR, it's for the PR. Like, hey guys, we're buddies. But the the pizza party really is just yeah. the icing on the cake of like
1: it's kind of awkward, guys. In, in my mind, I see it this way: they came, everyone came over to record, and they're recording, and everybody's kind of taking their turns, and it gets really awkward. So Chancellor is like,
0: "Uh, let's order some pizza, guys, <laughs> break the mood." Yeah, yeah. But uh, overall, still a, a a a good song. Yeah, uh, not great, like in the overall sense of the word, but definitely a good song. Yeah. Um, but speaking of n- uh, good songs, but not great songs, uh, let's move on to the next song that I chose by a guy who we've talked about before. Another Indie Chingu. Um, his name is Johnny with his new song, Maybe.
3: Went to the- now you see me get in trouble
4: for oh, a while wow, Yeah, money song getting lit in grab eyes and i stay up before the sun comes
3: up on me that the chag up to the man y'all saying I'm to so China did all my fame, my crew, motherland, we going up higher, ooh. I've been dreaming about this moment For
2: too long, for too long, for too long
0: Journey, the last time we spoke about him, was with his song, I'm Good. Right. Which is a great song. Amazing song. Yeah. I went back and listened to it again after I saw his name pop up. Yeah. Now, Maybe is a very different song, right? I'm Good is 100% like a pop song, right? Yeah. But Maybe is this, is this emotional R&B ballad kind of song, you know? Yeah, I would I would classify it as a ballad, even though it's not
1: he's telling a story right and in an r&b kind of way but like you said it, it does
0: have tons like of emotion in it yeah like there's a little bit of rapping a little bit of sing talking but it's really just the emotion in his voice when he's singing this that I, that just draws me in again we talk about all the time how I, there's this blanket statement that i don't like ballads right And that is true. I don't like generic OST ballads, um, but, and and, you know, a lot of people like those because they feel emotion in those songs. And for me, I just don't get it because I just don't hear it in their voices. You know, I just hear that kind of like fake emotion in their voices, you know? like, the mood bait emotion, but for some reason, this Johnny song, I I feel like he really had... He was really feeling down or he's really... F- like, something rough just happened to him and he's like, yo, I need let's to write change this. Let, yeah, let me write this motherfucking song right here, you know? Yeah. It feels very personal. Like, it, it
1: feels like, you know... Well, I'm pretty sure... I'm almost 100% sure, like, he wrote the song. The lyrics are his own. They're probably, you know, some some story about his life right whereas a lot of ost ballads you just you just have someone come in and and sing it's kind of like um the difference between an actor who has uh you know who's who's a moderate actor and they haven't actually experienced whatever thing they're acting or seen they're acting versus like someone who's like gone through it themselves right and this Real. is uh, a very much a uh, I've gone through this R&B song rather than uh, I'm acting R&B song.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think like I just don't he, we just don't get this kind of R&B song too much anymore mm. or at least ever, you know, at least in the Korean scene. Like I'm trying to think like Crush kind of does this, but it's very it's different, right? I don't even know who else ha- has this kind of emotional ballad. Like Zion T does, but his is also very different, right? Yeah, because this
1: is kind of like a almost an indier feel of R and B, you know. Because Jenny is a is an indie artist, um, yeah. But it's really hard to compare to more of the more mainstream songs of that are similar to this, just because it feels. I feel like uh, the lyrics are almost specific, um, because the mainstream songs they they kind of use wordage or, or lyrics that are a little bit more catch all. So more people can kind of relate, but this is just like, this is my song and you're listening to my experience kind of a deal.
0: Right, right. Um, And and it also really helps, I think, uh, for me, because there's a lot of English in this song that I can latch onto and I can understand. And and I've said before that like, you know, the more English there is in the song, the more I have a connection to, right? Which makes sense, right? (laughs) But you know, maybe if you knew Korean, maybe that's why those OST songs, right, really, really hit home. But uh, speaking of, of English and the lyrics, uh, <laughs> this song, which which is great, it has built-in subtitles, right, like hard hard coded into the video. Uh, yes. The problem is, is that they're fucking tiny as shit, teeny tiny built-in subtitles yeah I,
1: almost like an easter egg of subtitles
0: yeah i i can't believe somebody like was like uh, maybe at home whoever put in the subtitles had like a 40 inch monitor they were working yeah, on it was probably and huge yeah they were like oh, these are big enough but even on my 20 27 inch monitor it, it's like barely readable you know yeah so maybe you will make your subtitles a little bit bigger but you know what good on you for putting in subtitles i know a lot of the uh indie labels do that now if if not all of them um it's fucking still the, the big companies that don't bother doing it, which is a whole nother rant, I guess, um, yeah. that I've done before. So let's move on to another indie artist. Yeah. The next artist we want to talk about um, is pretty indie,
1: but if you're uh, following kind of the the Korean hip-hop or RMB kind of scene, uh, it's probably a name that you've seen pop up a lot. Uh, Steven and I had definitely talked about him a lot on our show um and that's dpr live with his song text to me
3: got me focused on her lips while you ain't even Trying. Girl, you don't feel me now, feel me now I'm trying to get to you, you know you want me to Know how you want it, though. So I'm coming to you now Yeah, I really style it, styling. got some black Cardi Yeah, but y'all don't i like the you. I ain't playing, it's true, baby, let me ask you i no. don't answer After party, what? Oh. Just cancel I can get you up, oh. I'm NASA. And you know you wanna stay First of all, job, a babe We can find a good place and go communicate yeah like what your music taste yeah no you them could be most shit got him money go and go test me when you free a a a a a a a test me Wait. when you free. Hey. free when you free when you free baby when try to drop baby some gaggy night that she got nessa got yeah
1: me how
3: you
1: got me focused me you want So uh, DPR apparently they run deep Alive uh, is the rapper but it was this song was produced by this guy named DPR Cream uh, and oh and also DPR live and the music video is by this guy named DPR Visuals plus Ian. And Steven and I had a very fun kind of conversation. If we think visuals is the name and plus Ian is also another guy or plus Ian is just one guy. But my theory is that plus visuals plus Ian is one guy. So both he released another song. Uh, The other song is called Martini Blue. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But text me first. This song is a very, I wouldn't say very different, but it's quite different from a lot of uh Previous DPR live songs, and uh, DPR live, I think for a little while, kind of almost fell into this rut where he was sticking to a certain style. And this song is a, it's a pretty big deviation from that. The song is quite Frankenstein-y, but in a in a good way, if that really makes any sense. Uh, his rapping style is is the thing that's really kind of all over the place, and the backing track is is more more throughout it's kind of got a melody and everything so but the thing that kind of drew me to the song the most was uh, dpr live's really kind of frankenstein rapping style um he has this really interesting technique that he uses where it, he has his own voice which is it doesn't sound like it's layered and then he has another voice which is his voice but layered multiple times and so usually the non-layered voice is just doing all the singing and rapping and then the layered voice is, you know, doing all the fills and, you know, being the hype man. But every now and again in the song, they will kind of switch roles, and the layered voice will be doing the the bulk of the singing or rapping, and his non-layered voice will will be doing all the fills. And that is that is really interesting on top of his very kind of almost herky jerky style um, in Text Me and. I think Steven said he liked Martini Blue better, but I think I like Text Me better because of this kind of, like, almost jazz-like rapping style.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I guess they're both interesting for kind of, for different reasons, but kind of the same reason, which is they both sound different than his past stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think, as you said, like, I think both these songs show off that, Unlike, for example, Sake, uh who can only sit K, and that the only thing we ever heard of from Sake is his sick K. You know what I mean? DPR Live can actually change up his flow uh to match the backing track, right? Um, he changes it up quite a bit in this one, and I think it matches with the backing track, and same with martini-blue. He changes it up a little bit in martini-blue to also match the uh martini blue, right? And and that kind of upgrades I guess, DPR Live's skills in my, you know, in my brain hole, you know? Yeah. Um, Because, again, Korean, I'm not even a Korean artist, but a lot of artists in general have problems just doing the same thing over and over again, right? Like, uh, but it's especially a problem in Korean hip-hop where it don't matter what the backing track is, it don't matter what the situation is, they can only rap that one specific way, right? Yeah. And then uh dpr live uh, doesn't uh fall into that trap anymore I, I'm, I'm pretty happy about that
1: yeah pretty surprised and mark i mean let's 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 start talking about martini blue uh martini blue i think out of the two songs that he's put out um is is more poppy
3: martini <laughs> blue so gay. Baby, my lady, yeah, yo, my. Martini Blue. You got me moving on that martini blue, yeah. Everything we do, yeah. I of girl, you wanna mm-mm mm-mm. Could I go get good or Cause you mm-mm mm-mm. what's your flavor? flavor. Mm-mm-mm Yeah So wagin caught her out of one 2020 focus on you, baby the ice cream glue cherry, pastel Saint Lake Winfrey. But I know Shane Cooey Dutch Venice, like a blue, like a berry. Cause you already do the cami. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Vision, I'm in Paris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in love with the way you move. Ooh, so until you, until you. You got me, I got you. I'll let you see. Like blue. Until you. Until you. You got me, I got you. And my martini. <laughs> martini blue. So I'm shake with China and baby, your mom. Martini Blue. No, I'm about us. So get hell, not you, Mosaget, or Gamsa, my baby, my lady, my baby, my lady, your mom. Martini Blue. Got me moving on that Martini Blue. Yeah, everything is blue. Yeah, I'm booming.
1: It's the same producers, uh, same music video producer as well. And Oh, actually, yeah, maybe we should talk about the music video for Text Me First. The DPR crew has been really traveling, and uh, with the song Jasmine, I think, they were in Hawaii. And this song, he's in London, and he's just going around and eating kebabs and just being DPR Shopping live.
0: at convenience stores, walking around.
1: Just being DPR live. But that's pretty much the whole music video, which is pretty, it's pretty uh, tame. But there, I think, are some really interesting shots, like the way they, the that plus Ian uh, kind of frames certain shots, and that's very apparent in Martini Blue. But Martini Blue is the more pop song of the two. It's got a lot of kind of repeatable, catchy little tidbits in it, and especially he, and he, I feel like he does a little bit more singing also, <laughs> and so DPR Life kind of has these catchy bird calls <laughs> or these kind of like delicious like sounds you know and those are very I think kind of catchy tidbits that you can add to songs like clapping or chanting right but these songs it, they or these tidbits they sound really strange when I'm when I'm kind of like pointing them out but if you listen to the song it it kind of just f- integrates itself seamlessly almost
0: yeah, the reason I like Martini Blue more than Text Me is that like, Martini Blue has things that I'll remember. I'll remember the bird call. And I'll be like, Bruh-ruh-ruh. you know, it's like, yeah, 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 Bruh. and it happens multiple times. And you can, and at first I was like, this is really weird sound and it's kind of confusing. But you know, the more he does it, the more you're brainwashing and being like, you know, it just
1: it just integrates into the song. You're Just like, how could a bird fall? How could a bird call just so seamlessly? Before it was so like, what is this? And now it's
0: just like, doo, 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 you know, yeah. And and it it, it, it breaks up the kind of uh, uh, the rap, you know. It just it, it's such a great little flourish of just, you know. And, and also, as you said, the, the 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 sounds right. Like he repeats that multiple times with the, and it just it adds a, a catchiness that I don't think any of his songs have had in the past. Um, um, I, I don't want to say it's a better produced song. I don't think it's a better rap song at all. But um, as far as for me personally, um, I, I would rather take a catchy song than than a chill song. If that makes any sense, you know. Yeah. But I, I, again, I do want to give props to DPR visuals plus Ian or you know, <laughs> whatever, who, who's a very good looking motherfucking dude. At least. Yes, he. Yeah very good looking he? dude Oh, I haven't um, seen looks surprisingly like. good looking i mean his name is visuals i mean come on <laughs> i mean you you would think that he's in charge of visuals that's why his name is visuals no 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 he, he's he got to own the visuals um but yeah this martini blue is set in greece uh which is much much a more stunning backdrop than london i mean london is 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 is, is memorable in its own right but fucking greece dude like that Places don't look like Greece, you know what I mean? Right. It's very distinctive. Yeah, it, it looks really good. I, I do think, like, the location scout, maybe DPR fucking, maybe Plusian is also the uh, location scout. But, like, I think the location scout should get more credit than the director. Because I, I really do think he, like, over-edits or overshoots a lot of the... Uh, a music video—it's just a lot of always moving, always weird angles, always uh, uh, you know going around wow. a DPR live. I, I think sometimes it would just look better with less movement, a little bit more calm, right? Especially with the backdrop like like this in Martini Blue. But I think it makes more sense in a text me where it's more like you're walking around with DPR live, and it's much more like low key thing. But this one is definitely the like. Even DPR live upped his upped his visuals a little bit, you know. He, he put on a little bit of that Guido, <laughs> yeah, a little flashy. He's a little more flashy, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I, I I I think these are his best songs in a while, you know. Still, I don't know how long they would last on my playlist because again, I think a lot of DPR live songs and, and this this genre type of songs kind of wear on me after a while. But
1: yeah. Cause, he, Cause granted, they are very different than his previous songs. It's still very DPR life style. He's just kind of doing his his style in a different way, almost. Yeah. So it it does kind of, you know, once the 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 lacquer kind of wears off, you kind of be like, oh yeah, it, it is DPR life, you know. So yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. Like DPR life songs usually fall into. Uh, the problem where i like it a lot initially and then it, it it has a really sharp kind of downfall after that
0: i do wonder though about visuals plus c and like is he only gonna do dpr live songs because i really huh. do think a lot of boy groups would
1: would benefit from would
0: benefit from from this kind of style maybe more so than than dpr live actually you know i wonder if you'd branch out but you know maybe if you and the dpr crew you know as you said, you roll deep, right? You you, you, you stick with your crew. You don't, you don't get paid money to work with no pretty boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not going to pay. He's too handsome for a producer. He's too handsome. Is he, is he really that handsome? Google him, man, or Instagram. Oh, I, will, man. I, will, I will after this is done. But we got very different tastes in dudes, man. You're, like, weirdly harsh on dudes. I mean, not weirdly. It makes sense that you're harsh on dudes. But you're, like, really, like, angsty harsh about <laughs> <other> dudes. <laughs> Like well, I, like when I see a good looking dude, I'm like, "Did too good looking," but you know, maybe this I'm is. like, he, I. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like too much like therap- ther- therapist talk, but like, some I feel like you're like threatened by like better looking <laughs> <handsome dudes>. guys. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, hey man, he's all right. Hey, I'm like, hey handsome, I'm like, good looking You know, we we've had this conversation many I've, times. I've known handsome guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just look in the mirror. You know what I mean. Oh shit, thanks, Steven. You're right. Uh, but I think he's decent. Look- I mean, I think he's a pretty good looking, dude. I mean, it is just Instagram, so you never know. You're right. But uh, speaking of good looking dudes, um, a lot of you guys help support us, good looking dudes, every single month on Patreon. And last episode, I kind of talked about streamlining the whole thing. It's been streamlined uh, for the most part. Um, but we want to thank, of course, still the 32 people who donate to us every single month. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And, and you know, we are there, – there was this big problem with Patreon actually since the last episode where they changed the way – well, they were planning to change the way they were charging um, uh, members. So maybe you heard about all that stuff. Um, but they reneged on that. So they were like, just kidding. Everyone hates it. So uh, they were p- trying to charge – the Patreon people more money. It, it was kind of this weird thing. I don't know if you heard about it, Josh. I hadn't. But like we would get a tiny bit more money, but it would also cost them more money. And uh, if you were donating large amounts of money, like $25, it, it really wasn't that big of a difference. But if you're like a $1 donation person, like your $1 donation would turn into like a $1.30 or something like that, mm. which, is a, which is like a 30% increase, right? So yeah. the more you donate, the less percent uh, that is. Anyways, they reneged on all that, so you don't have to worry about it. We are back on the schedule for the most part, right? Yeah. And we would love it if you guys could help donate. Uh, as I said in, at the very beginning of the episode, we're having this kind of uh, Slack Chingu Awards thing. And to be part of that, you 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 need to donate to us on Patreon, right? You get to be in our Slack channel. Um, you also get to see a post of our almost, like the songs that barely made our podcasts.
1: Almost posts.
0: yeah. And we will be getting back to doing the Patreon-only podcast. We haven't done one in a good long while, and we are sorry about that, but we will get back on that. And for $5 uh, a month, you can get access to not only the new Patreon-only podcast, but the old ones, too. We've done, I think, two so far. But yeah, thank you very much. Let's move on to another group of Chingus. Yeah, very surprising this this episode. Very yeah, we, we, we haven't been Patreons of this group for <laughs> no. quite a long time. Uh, they've been a, a big letdown, and I think for Josh, still a big letdown. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm
1: not too behind this song. But. Yeah,
0: but I, you know what? Maybe it's because they've been such a letdown that my expectations just like did a 180, and I'm just like. As long as it's a decent, okay-ish song, I'm down. And that's what this song is, a decent, okay-ish song by Got7 with their new song, Teenager.
4: I can do anything if you tell me.
0: I bet you long time listeners, thought I suffer's gonna be a big name, no games.
1: You thought so. You
0: thought you so you saw You thought Steven Dunn fucked it up. All right. Now, Teenager was produced by Def Soul, which is JB's... Producer name. Cool <laughs> producer name, guys. That's not as cool as Dean Fluenza. You are totally right. Not as cool. Um, Def Soul, FS, and Royal Dive. Don't really know who any of those people are besides JB, but the thing about this song... And it kind of goes for GOT7 in general, right? We've always said for the longest time, GOT7 doesn't really have a sound. They kind of just do whatever the producer of that specific track wants them to do, right? Yeah, they kind of just follow the trend, you know? Yeah. Or, or, you know, I don't even think they follow the trend. They're oh yeah, they're like two steps removed from behind the trend, you know? Uh, I, if I just heard this song, uh, for the most part, I would have definitely thought it was like a 17 subunit song. You know, if it wasn't for Jackson's, <laughs> for Jackson's voice.
1: very, very, very distinctive voice,
0: yeah. Like once Jackson starts rapping, I'm like, okay, okay, of course this has got seven. But before that part, I really was kind of like, oh, this is kind, of, this could have been an interesting, you know, Seventeen type song, not main Seventeen, but one of their their fancy subunits, subunits right? yeah. And it's this kind of like cheerful? I don't have no idea how to describe it. So I wrote cheerful, kind of dab swag Korean song, you know.
1: Uh, that's, that's
0: kind of pretty descriptive
1: of the song, I do have to
0: say. Like, there's a lot of just, like, a's and a lot of dabs, and a lot of, like, you know, that faux swag, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's got some hype in it, but it's still very kind of poppy and,
0: like, happy. I, you know, I don't think it's very poppy. I, I do think it's happy, but, but I don't really even think this song sounds, cr- uh, like, there's parts of it that's kind of R&B and kind of just, uh, a little bit less mainstream than I guess I would have expected hmm. from them. And maybe that's where we, 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 uh, separate, but yeah, where we differ. I really think that th- there's th- the thing is that I think there's actually flavor in this song as opposed to a lot of their other main songs. I, I
1: agree, uh, kind of halfway. Uh, this song definitely has a lot more flavor than the regular songs, but, the flavor that is there is is quite muted uh, for my taste.
0: Yeah, I uh, I do agree. Uh, we were saying how the backing track is actually pretty cool, right? Yeah, it's something there. There's something there, but but they don't the problem is it's it's so it's 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 so in the background, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, and I know that sounds weird calling it backing track in the back background as you know, or as anyone should know, like every single popular song in the last two or three years has a fat ass backing track right in your face, whether it's American or Korean. You know what I mean? I, w- I would say even f- further back than two or three years, maybe even five years. Short, sure, maybe even fifty years for all we know. You know, like, <laughs> who
1: knows? You, who knows? You know, right. um, maybe it's the beginning of Thai. You know, it's, right. we
0: call that music. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Right. I mean, maybe the backing track is actually the most important part. You know, whatever. You know, um, so it. It's it's a little sad that it's kind of not as loud and not as booming and not as layered a, as I would wa- like something like this. Yeah, and maybe that's kind of why you're you saying it's poppy. You know, because I think yeah. that happens a lot in in the more Korean pop music where it's really just the voices that are mainly in your face. Yeah, maybe that is it. I because when I said it was poppy, like I I couldn't really
1: think of a good reason or good characteristics of like pop music that it follows but I, I think that's what it is i think it's mainly that they're they're really trying to have the vocals be more of the the center point but arguably pop good pop music has a really good backing track a really catchy backing
0: track though so yeah i don't know i don't know huh i don't know i i, I do you know i i enjoy it i, I definitely more than what the fuck was their last song called you are i, I, don't I don't literally I don't, don't remember a i single have bit not of been following
1: song. i have not not been following god seven
0: <laughs> right i mean the one before that is never ever you know it, it like okay i kind of wonder where, where this is at on the charts because hard carry got to three never ever is five and you are is only 12 so yeah. they kind of peaked with hard carry of well i guess that makes sense because that was a. Uh, a fucking bts song right <laughs> like yeah and then after that they're like wait a second we're not bts again then they try uh, to
1: do the the more calm bts and that didn't really work out for them yeah, uh, yeah but the thing that we you and i can agree on what worked out for them in this song is that they relegated jackson uh to
0: basically kind of sing talk the chorus which actually kind of works you know yeah, for a swag song, right? Like, like Jackson's voice actually brings a decent amount of uh, a flavor that makes sense for a swag song, right? Uh, yeah,
1: sort out. Of, you know, he, he's like he's like a very strong spice. You know, you can't use too much of it. You got to be very liberal and with certain kind of you know
0: moments, right? And he he gets a, a, he doesn't even get the whole chorus. He just gets a little part of the chorus and. It's the perfect amount of chorus. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? He's,
1: you know, he says you might be 18. Whatever. Not it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But either way, like, uh, I, I do want to say the music video is also decent. Like, it, it is a performance video. So, of course, it focuses on the dancing, which we like in general, right? Yeah. We're always commenting on, you know, less generic face shots and more actual dancing. Although, it, it's not a dance version. It's a performance version. So, there still is a lot of face shots. Yeah. Yeah. At least for the most part, they have people dancing in the background and there's not a whole lot of cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there still are kind of extended face shots um, and you get a look at all their beautiful, beautiful teeth. Some of these dudes are are good looking dudes, Josh. <laughs> Some oh, good yeah. looking dudes. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I guess Jackson included. Um, but yeah, teen, Got7 Teenager, at least for me, a step up in the last couple of songs. Not an amazing song. I'll agree, step up, but not an amazing song. But but the thing is, I'm thinking of like what group could pull off this kind of dab swag song,
2: hmm.
0: and like maybe Block B. But then Block B went way too fucking far, right? They went yeah. way too far. Like this one has some appropriation, but like very minimal, and, and I enjoy that. I, you know, that might have added to my enjoyment of enjoyment. the song. <laughs> I didn't have appropriation in it. Great. Because they could have dressed in way swaggier shit. You know what I mean? Like You're right. Way, like way more dumb fucked up shit. But they didn't. They dressed very K-pop. They dressed a very, like not normal K-pop, but almost all of these outfits, I could see a normal dude wear. Almost all of them. Um One dude kind of is in like a tainment outfit, which I'm like, no, no one's going to wear that. But like even Jackson is just wearing like a fucking button down. Normal and kind like of, a, yeah, it's weird. Pretty noble stuff. Tight jeans and a hat, you know? Uh, so overall, I think the, the look of it is what I prefer, right? I I, I, I like this kind of look rather than the super try-hard look like in yeah. Mic Drop or something like that. Yeah, you know? I, th- I think I agree with you on that, too. Man, we're ending 2017 with props to God 7 Who would have thought?
1: Who would have thought?
0: And who would have
1: thought that I'd talk about this very no-navy, never heard of them in my life? It's this guy. His name is Freedon. The song features a dope in, and the song is called Twilight.
4: We don't have time to that yeah yeah yeah, 우린 마음에 드게 있어. 그 누구든 뭐라 하든지 난 재미를 chase. 너 텐션을 change, 우린 나를 또 raise. 나 모두 게이치 않을 거야 우리의 대승. 바보들 hate. Now we me too mainstream. 내가 랩을 나는 만큼만 닦아야지 paper. 목걸이한 chain은 애처럼 쨍쨍. But since 근데 people가. 오늘 최고의 time. 저희는 느낌 물씬 나는 time. 꽤 시리미 기분 좋은 time. 선선한 바람이 부는 time. 오늘 나는 최고의 time. 저희는 느낌 물씬 나는 time. 현실이 이미 기분 좋죠? 우리들을 위해 That's
1: And Frieden, uh, he has a very interesting stylization for his name. It's F R uh, semicolon. Oh no, colon, not semicolon, colon. Uh, Eden, like Garden of Eden.
0: Hotfeldt would like a word
1: with you. Oh yeah, I think Hotfeldt did it first. So Frieden is uh is one dude. He raps and sings, rapping uh, not great, singing uh, not great. Uh, but that's not why I like the song. The reason why I like this song is because the backing track is just so amazing. It's got this bass in it that's so juicy. And they even like snuck in a little sneaky rapper's delight chorus in there. Like, yo, that's kind of what got me into the song at first. And then he kind of sings and raps. And it's not terrible. It's, it's not really abrasive to your ears. And once you've kind of like, all right, I think that's enough. Uh, dopin comes in and her voice is just really, really just refreshing in this song because you're like, okay, I think I'm a little bit tired of him singing and rapping. Uh, I'm going to shut the song off. And she starts singing, and you're like, okay, maybe I'm not going to shut the song off just yet. But overall, it's just a great backing track song. The the rapping and singing can kind of get through, and it's a pretty good song. I'm not going to say great. But it's a pretty good song.
0: Yeah, I don't want to undersell the fucking bass here. The, this, this dude is slapping the bass. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is getting in. He's getting in there. And, and it sounds really good, especially with better he- headphones, where you can hear all the kind of layers and all the, the slippy-de-slappies. And I think he does a great job of getting out of the way during kind of the, I don't like the after chorus where he's just going like, Ooh, ooh, ooh. you know, he's just, oohing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just allowing the backing track to kind of go on. Um, I think that was a great breathing room between his not so great other things. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Good, good choice in a flurry
0: of not so great choices. Yeah. I mean, he, it's not the worst rapping. It's not like K-pop rapping, you know, right, he, right, it does. Right. Okay. I think he's reaching a little bit outside his abilities with, the way he's rapping and, and and the way he's singing, you know, yeah. uh, I f- I feel like he's trying to trying to ape other great rappers and other great singers a little, a little too much, and he's like not super capable of all that. Yeah, but in the end, I think weirdly enough, the song is a breeze to go through, even though you know it's three minutes. Yeah. You know, it, it's listenable.
1: It's uh. You know, you can you can stomach it. I don't I don't
0: know. <laughs> I, don't know I, I do really like Dopen's part. Yeah. But I think similarly, if it was the whole song of Dopin, I think I would get bored. But I think it's just the right amount of dopin. It's just enough. Just a, a maybe a little bit less freedom, but a great amount of backing track, you know, it, it, yeah. it works out. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but speaking of overall just working shit out, okay? This next song is a weird ass motherfucking song with a weird ass motherfucking <laughs> video, but it fucking is a good time. It's a good sit, you know? Um, this next song is a station song by Hee Shin Shindong, Unhyuk, and Solar uh with their song Charm of Life. Let
2: me show you for the
4: 현남염사 일을 왔다 갔다 간단히 말하자면 좆같은 불편한 벌레 여시들의 안주모 전투를 <웃음> 야!
0: and of course those are the three are those the three uh super junior members that are not in the military right now or are there other I ones think i so. don't i know. think
1: there might be other ones but they obviously definitely are not in the military
0: yeah uh. these are the ones that are in the limelight right these
1: are the ones yeah. doing
0: shit yeah unhyuk actually doesn't even sing or rap in any of this he just kind of has this like
1: Kind of talks, he does his introduction. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's kind of like the introduction MC, um, which is funny-ish, although you may not know uh some of these people that every one of the uh He Cho, Shindong, and Unhyuk, they're all aping, they're all making fun of somebody, right? Yeah. Uh mainly, mainly show me the the money. Uh, yeah. The last season, uh, season six. But Unhyuk is copying this guy named Ko Changhuan who I don't know, and I guess Josh doesn't really know. I don't know who he is either. He seems to be this kind of gag man, comedian MC guy. Yeah. And so unhook uh, is kind of making fun of the way he speaks and the way he, his catchphrase and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and it, it may be also making fun of his rambling because unhook rambles for a fucking good long time. Too long. <laughs> I, I actually don't know if that intro is in the, like, maybe iTunes version of the song. I hope it isn't because it's kind of a thing to sit through. Like I would actually suggest everyone skip that part because I almost didn't make it past that. Uh, But once the actual song starts, like solar fucking singing the chorus, she kills it. Great. Right. Amazing. Amazing. He is is aping Nuxao, who's a rapper. He uh-huh. fucking kills it, right? Yeah. Shindong is aping kilograms, another rapper, which we've talked about before on our yeah. podcast. Killing but it. Killing it, dude. I I think Shindong kills it the most. This is a pretty good song, man. Like, I don't know. It, it, it's fun. It this is probably the best rapping of which is I've funny because it it's a joke time. song. It's yeah. the best SN rapping I think I've ever heard. Like even though it's a joke, they actually go in a little bit, you know. Yeah, they're and they're
1: and they're rapping about real stuff, like stuff that's applicable in their lives, you know.
0: Yeah, I think Shindong is definitely the fucking star, which is crazy to hear Mm -hmm. myself say. And you know, they actually also brought in the rappers they're making fun of. So Mm -hmm. even though, so you can see Heechul dressed like Nuxal, they're right next to each other, (laughs) and And Nux. And Nuxal's like facial expressions
1: where he just starts to rap and Nuxa's just like, oh shit, he's actually rapping my style pretty well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Nuxa's facial expressions are definitely the best because he Oh, it's great. He like is super reluctant reluctant to play along, but he's also kind of having a good time. So it's yeah. it's pretty cool. Um kilograms is just in on the joke. He's just like having fun and and, and doing it. He actually has a little part, it seems like, in Shindong's song. Shindong's part. <laughs> it it's just it's just a fun time all around and there's this kind of like breakdown part that's super super juniory but is weirdly catchy you know uh which we haven't really heard from a super junior song in a long time that like da na 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 you know where they're all just kind of doing this very simple dance which is again just just a good fucking time um overall i think it's just a, a weirdly it's like when a parody also happens to be a decent song in itself you know like yeah. an island song or you know something like that um it just kind of it, it, it is great even if you don't know Nuxal and even if you no idea who kilograms is those parts are really great the india part is a little over that you know woo, you, you, you know, can skip it you woo. can skip it but then solar still kills it you know being real in the yeah course, it's a so. good song right? it's a good song man it's probably one of the
1: best songs actually this this episode Speaking of another good song, yo, so this song, uh, before Steven and I decided to do the prep for this, now we're separate, so we have to listen to music videos uh, separately, and th- both of us kind of shamefully chose this song, because we kind of we fuck with this song a little bit, and that's by Woody Gochild, featuring Jay Park and Doki, the song is called Let's Get It. How Yeah, Steven. I I guess I'm gonna, uh, I to confess. I like this song, and seems like, I know me too. <laughs> but Woody Go Child probably never heard of him. Uh, he's from Higher Music. Uh, I'm I'm assuming, but he is basically the Asian Little Pump. If you guys don't know who Little Pump is, I'm sorry. You're probably gonna have to Google him, and
0: you don't need to Google. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: he he sings uh, or I should say sings. He raps Gucci Gang or says Gucci Gang a hundred times. And it is just cultural appropriation through the motherfucking roof. This
0: dude is like, is, um, fuck. Who's wet dream? He. This guy is, um, no, I had this joke and I fucking forgot it. Who's the block B motherfucker? The main block B guy? Zico? Zico. This dude is like <laughs> Zico's wet dream. Like this is what Zico wishes he could pull off. If like I'm, he wish he could go this hard. He wish he could go this hard. Like Zico will always be Korean. You know what I mean? Woody Go Child. Maybe he is born in Korea and lived in Korea, but I feel like to go this <laughs> to go this hard, uh, he had to have some some American or Western influence. You know what I mean? He knows. He knows. Yeah, I feel like Zico is. This is like Zico's altered dimensionally like person right here. Maybe that's just me. He he does a lot of. I don't know, like Zico moves for, in my head, like or AKA just generic. He, he he's he's Rupert
1: Rappingtons. Like he's a he's a lecturer at Rupert Rappingtons.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in like he he teaches the uh, the 2010 class. You know, BTS still hasn't is not advanced enough. They're still on the like 2000s class, right? With their Rupert Rappington hands. Yeah, uh, th- he this guy's got the squat with the the hands and things and the you know he's he's on another level. All right, but anyways. Woody Gochild, he was on Show with the Money Six. Uh, by oh, right. really? Yeah. I think he got okay ish far, but uh that's where he came from. He didn't just come from nowhere, Josh. All right. Come on, man. He, you know, he came from somewhere. I don't know why he's called Woody Gochild. I probably should have figured that out before. Because there's probably yeah, it's a very, very interesting interesting man. story. Um, even on Show with the Money, you know, part of me was like, maybe this is just kind of a look that he decided to go for. For this music video, right, debuting or something? Nah, nah. He looks even weird yeah. if you Google his picture. It's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, but 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 the thing is, you 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 take away the look and you're just listening to this song, and it is a fucking high-pass song, dude.
1: Like, it really is. I don't
0: know what it is. Oh, let's, get it, let's, get let's get it, let's get it, let's get, get it, it, it let it. It's like at a perfect fucking velocity. I don't know what the right word is. It's just the perfect velocity just rolls off the tongue, and it's just, just, let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. It's just so perfect. I don't know what it is. And he is an autotune rapper, but weirdly enough, I think... The amount of auto tune he has matches very well with this type of song, right?
2: Yeah,
0: it, it's. I can understand it, what he's saying, which is important. It's got a certain, yeah. It's just the style, right? Like you can't rap this any other way. That's true. You you can't. And but the the thing is, it's featuring Jay Park, and Jay Park kind of tries, um, and I don't think it's very successful until he auto tunes himself, and then it matches. Very well. Yeah, it's just like, okay, maybe attitude is the key, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and he kind of has this back and forth with uh, Woody Gocha, which is not bad, um, and then the whole time, you're just like, oh, crap, Doki's, Doki's coming, Doki's, Doki's coming, Doki's coming, coming Doki's, Doki's
1: coming. Doki's coming. Fuck. And, then, and then you look, and you're like, there's 15 seconds left. How is it possible that Doki has not rapped yet? He must sing the hook or something, but, because he doesn't get a rap first, which yeah. is the best thing ever. He might be the let's get it. He might
0: be He yeah. might be.
1: Because the best part of the song, I don't know. H- hands down, you and I can agree, best Doki featuring.
0: Best Doki featuring. Yes. Easily. Uh, easily. Just like Jackson, they found the perfect featuring for Doki. Perfect way to use it. Don't fucking rap. All right. But yeah, this is, it's not a joke song, although it looks like a joke song, right? Um, it actually kind
1: of goes I'm hyped, man. I get hyped when it's listen to this song. Yeah. After we're done, I'm gonna I'm just like gonna put this on my like loud ass speakers and be like
3: let's get it let's get it let's get it let's get it
1: yeah this is absolutely not a song you show to <laughs> your friends
0: and this is not this is not a song that you're proud of you know but right but but the thing is a lot of people like Underwater Squad you know yeah. and this is in that kind of vein right where it's absolutely just copying the American current American trend right.
1: Yeah, Gucci Gay, Gucci Gay, Gucci Gay, Gucci Gay, Gucci Gay.
0: Yeah, I've never heard this song that you're talking about. Oh, really? That song is absolutely song. Never. blowing up. It's blowing up, so popular. Probably means as a trash song. Um, and it's, and it's well, a tra- It's so trash. It's just this, trash. You might think this is a trash song, and it kind of is. Uh, it does its job well. What much like Gucci Game probably does its job well. You know. What yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Woody Go Child. Good luck spelling that. Uh because it's w-o-o-d-i-e go Instead child of a yeah yeah i feel like even though i said it 20 times by now you could have spelt it like a hundred different ways
1: <laughs> you really could
0: have but uh speaking of spelling a lot of people took time out of their lives to spell us up some itunes reviews Got it. Let's Got him. <laughs> let's get it. Let's get it. Let's, let's get, get it. it. Let's get it. Now, uh, this episode, we had uh, three more people give us ratings, went from 159 to 162. So, thank you, good three people. Two of them wrote us reviews. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm going to read the first one by Boo Boo12346. No five. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, Boo Boo12346 says, Good sirs of Twick. I have been listening to you guys for a while now, can't recall how long, but after your mini hiatus from moving and vacation, I realized how much I'm missing it. I try listening to other podcasts, and granted, there are some decent ones, but you guys are hands down my favorite. You guys have great knowledge of K-pop producers and composers that actually broaden my library. Love your opinions, especially when it comes down to Big Dave No Games, keeping it real with reasons, so kindly keep doing it as long as you can. P.S. Elevator by Stray Kids was written by three of their members with the help of some senior composer. It was mentioned in the actual show. Fire those three members, please. Okay. Yeah. Those,
1: they Cut don't up. need to be in sh- They could be strays now. Yeah. Cut those, them out yeah. They could be the stray kids of stray kids. But yeah, I'm, I'm always happy to hear uh, that people kind of broaden their, their K pop or Korean
0: music knowledge because of us. That, it gives me a sense of pride. And, Thank you for your kind words. Yeah, we get both the good and bad of that exact sentiment. One is like, you talk too much about other shit, and the other side of things is you brought in my horizon. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: you you take with the good and the bad. Yeah. All right, so the next uh, review, uh, comment review, uh, is from Kimmy Loves Korea. Uh, I'm assuming she says, I love this podcast. I don't always agree with their opinions on songs, but I respect the insightful commentary and reasoning which is always delivered in a witty way. It's nice to listen to a K-pop uh, podcast about K-pop that isn't a bunch of fangirling nonsense. Don't get me wrong; I'm a fangirl, but I'm also a musician, so listening to a good song critique is my jam. Keep it up, guys; you rock. I enjoy every episode, even when we
0: aren't on the same side of the argument. Ha! Well, Kimmy, you know what we say to stuff like that, Josh? What? This is getting scary. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, but thank you for writing this review. Uh, we actually also get this a lot too.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, but really, really, really thank you so much for leaving us uh, a review. That is the best way for free to help us out. Um, other than telling everybody you know to download our podcast, that that is actually the best way <laughs> is yeah. to tell everyone and their mothers that our podcast exists because a lot of people don't even know we exist. Right. Uh, but uh, thank you so much. It's time to move on to the people who didn't get it, our favorite section of 2017, Big Names. No, Games. And we only got two people this time around. One of them is the So So Game, but one of them is definitely on um. multiple asides a no games
1: yeah we wrote a lot about that (laughs) yeah
0: but let's start with the biggest name of the episode and the first one up in big name no games that is twice which released a brand new winter repackaged album song called heart shaker This song is not produced by anybody that has done their previous stuff. It is produced by David Amber and Sean Alexander. Two motherfucking dudes with both first names. You know, those are the the first name two first
1: name motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: Don't know anything about them. But, you know, judging purely (laughs) by their names, they seem like American producers rather than kind of the SM ones that are like super European. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, And this song sounds like... Kind of an American song, but definitely a very B side, B side motherfucking B side song. (laughs) Like, not even one of the good B side, B side songs. Um,
1: I think I. You know what, though?
0: Before you move on, I will say, though, that uh, the Likey album has some really fucking bad B side songs. This one, in the context of that album, I think is not bad. comparatively. Comparatively. Comparatively, that's how bad the other songs were on that album but fair enough fair moving enough
1: on. i think strangely um i think that i actually like this song more than steven because my expectations were really low i was expecting like a b-side b-side song that was gonna come off a repackaged album like i was ready i was ready this is not gonna be great my hype was almost at zero and it came out and i was just like okay it, it is what it is it sounds very like american poppy
0: and It's just whatever, but hey, all right. (laughs) Like this, you know, I know a lot of people really like Knock Knock, but Knock Knock, I think, was also kind of supposed to fill in this winter gap, right? Um, It got pushed, I think, to to early January, but it it really does feel like, especially with the music video, uh, just a lower priority song, right? You know? Yeah. And so to that effect... I think it's okay. I didn't want to – I didn't want to – no, I was going to say I didn't want to shut it off instantly, but I did actually. I didn't even finish this song. Mm. I I really Mm. – like like the the thing is – and this is what bothers me about this bit of criticism that I hear a lot, which is they're like, you know, twice can't sing. They're just sing-talking. And that is true. Okay. And you can definitely hear that in this song, which is there. A lot of it is sing talking and a lot of it is really boring. And that is why Black Eyed Pilsung is a motherfucking genius. Okay. Yeah. Because he does so much work helping them out that when you hear double first name David Amber and Sean Alexander, like this backing track is absolutely nothing. It is extremely tame it yes. lacks a melody it's very light the emphasis in this song is their sing talking which is the wrong way to do a twice song
1: yeah and and i think the the majority of like the, the what's kind of taken all the hard work and the brunt like they're really leaning on just kind of like the, the electric guitar kind of strumming and that is not enough for a melody like just to have this kind of you know almost syncopated like ska type of guitar really like a song eh, it it you you can't have a pop song just relying on an electric
0: guitar for the melody like that and yeah. it's it's not even interesting electric guitar. it's, it's really not, not, not even got a cool melody it's, it's not really it's just not. like boring ass chord strumming you know it's but, that, like, but
1: that's that's pretty much what you hear like that's right all it is essentially B- besides the
0: sing talking right right and, and you know it's kind of like Half like I Pillsun because they they do put in or they try to put in a lot of these like catchy bits and stuff like that. It just doesn't work at least for me. You know, I really really like. Even though the the girls look, oh fucking amazing. Okay, they look probably better than they have ever looked. Oh, so uh, hot. in this music video, so hot. I still turned it off halfway through because the song was just so uninteresting. But it's not like actively bad. Like it doesn't have like a part like in Signal we talked about at the very beginning where mm-hmm. JYP dumb fucked it up and they made it super grating. Or like Knock Knock also has the like <laughs> part where yeah. that is also kind of grating. Like there's no actively pointable bad part to this song. It's just all meh. meh. Yeah. It's just all putty. It's yeah. Just all, it's all gruel. You know. Yeah. And so I didn't even, you know, I had to rewatch it since we put it on Big Name No Games. I didn't even make it to the end where they had the double up, kind of the the double twice at the end, you know, twice, twice. Yeah, and that's I was pretty like, cool, man. That's, that's pretty actually cool. pretty
1: cool. And also, uh, the transitions from one set to another were pretty pretty okay too. Um,
0: yeah, it's nice that they tried something. I don't think it was done amazingly, and I think they could have done it much much better. Like like we. Um, Uh, fuck, not TT. What was before TT? Cheer up, cheer up. Had a had the best way of transitioning from set to set. Right, Uh, this one was better than nothing, but it was still very basic, kind of kind of lazy. It's just the camera pulling back and like it making fake look like it's on a train, right? Yeah. Yeah, Um, but like overall, I think you you know uh, it. When we were talking about Likey, I was like, "Dude, whoever did found the colors and the location scouting and did the color correcting in that should deserve a motherfucking Oscar." Okay, should should get a Nobel Prize in color correcting. I, I think the opposite can be said for this this music video. There very are parts bad. in this video that look really bad. Like the colors are all fucked up. It's very kind of muted but also has a filter on it but is also trying to be bright and hd you know it like it's kind of clashing at some points here that that i found really ugly um it's usually when it's just one girl and they're doing a one girl close-up when it's like the group set thing i think it looks fine
1: yeah i think they can get away with it more when it's not so like in your face you know
0: i I think it's i feel like they shot in different places maybe with Mm. different people but it's especially noticeable to me, like there's like a Mina close up that looks really inhuman, and also right after her is um, uh, the Geo close up. Yeah, the Geo close up looks really bad. Well, yeah, and
1: that was very like very stark kind of ugh, what is this?
0: Yeah, and, and and she looks fucking great in the group oh, shots, yeah. w- way better than 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 even you know uh, the this weird fucking close up look. So uh, you know in the end it's it's not no no games but yeah and Twice hasn't had the best year you know f- it, according to us you know uh, musically uh, they've had an amazing year when it comes to downloads Career-wise, and money and career yeah. you know but musically I think they've kind of had an off year and I mean it, it still comes down to like black eyed pills song or nothing you know like yeah i
1: i do i do have to say that this song and this music video made me appreciate everything about likey like tons more like the song the music video about likey like i went back and watched and i was like oh geez this is night and day (laughs)
0: like literally like night and day and 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 i'm we were talking about this off uh off podcast but like you need to go back and watch or listen to signal and knock knock dude and Likey will be the shining fucking light dude oh, yeah it'll be the savior of the year for you about twice this year i i'm 100 percent sure Likey will be on my top 10 i don't know where it will be but i mean i love this song it, it still mm-hmm. comes up on my, in my car and i'm just like fucking going to town this song i don't even know if i'll download this song i, I really don't think i will which is sad because I did even download Signal. I did not. I did not put "Knock Knock" on my playlist so though. That song mm. could die in a fire. That song is just. It, it it literally feels like my ears are gonna bleed. It, I, it that song we have said it before, but it's the better sound system you have, the worse that song sounds. Yeah. Because of the weird. Uh, this, yeah, because it like doesn't fucking match. It's weird. We we talked about that in our Twice concert. Uh, uh, review but yeah. uh, speaking of trash fire songs let's move oh, on josh man. if to you the thought last song. if
1: you thought we were very con- cri- you know critical of the twice song oh we've got some some news for you uh the last song that we're going to talk about in our big names no games is Hyanna's new song called lip and hip hips Um, we have not really liked A lot of Hyuna songs uh, Especially the ones produced by this This duo Big Sancho and uh, Sung Young Jin They also uh, work together on Hyuna's Roll Deep And <laughs> we had a lot A lot to say about that song But the interesting thing about this song Is that the backing track There there could be There could be a little bit of something there There could be a little bit of something there But of course Hyuna And her high-pitched Rap singing Oh it's just oh it it was torture it was literal torture to have to watch this music video and listen to it i oh it's just it's it's not it's not only that Hyuna's, like rapping voice is so high pitched like she's forcibly doing it that way it's it's like abrasive it's like scratching your ears and i think that they're doing it on purpose and there are some times where she's just just way just too loud And also doing this high voice. And what really gets on my nerves is that I know that she does it on purpose. Because there is a point in the song where she's not doing it. And she's kind of even singing. And I was
0: thinking to myself, who is this? Yeah. I'm trying to hold back some anger. So uh, here's the thing, though. It's like, when Hyuna's singing in her high-pitched voice, I'm actually okay with it. Like, cut to three years ago. Remember, I put Hyuna's red on my fucking top ten. OK, right. that that was a spicy ass thing for Josh. More than, but more than OK with it. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm actually decently OK with, with her voice when she's singing. It's her rap voice where it just is atrocious. And she like even brought another level to her normal rap voice in this song. It's at which a higher is, decibel. It's at a higher decibel. It, it, yeah. It's just like she's like yelling in, into my ear and it's just it, it's just awful. Um, but, but I actually, like when this song started, I was like, I'm actually like, like you said, the backing track, I was like, oh yeah, I actually kind of enjoy this. It could be something there. It could, be, it something could there. be something there. Um, and it's also opens on a shot of her ass and then a close up of her ass, which by the way, she's, Hyona can be very, very attractive. Um, her ass ain't. In grass, it ain't even that good. Like, right? Why focus so much on her ass when it ain't even that fucking good? I just
1: and and I I would argue that it's also those jeans or those like jean shorts. They also don't really help
0: the you know yeah make your pull look good. Like the cut out cut out mom jeans. You know, like you want to see decent cut out mom jeans? Go to that fucking sister song with Bora in it. Oh mom, I think it was was it what song was that? I swear. Yeah, I swear. There's like a opening shot of Bora's butt, and like the, you see some cheeks, and like it's that's nice. Okay. She's, oh, oh
1: dear lord.
0: But here's the thing like it, the reason I mentioned the butts is because you don't see her face, right? And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's Hyona, butts. It's not that the butts I don't like, but then she turns around and she got this motherfucking clown makeup on. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, don't you, why are you ruining Hyona for
1: me? Okay. But, I mean, people, people like that, Steven. People like that. There are people out there who look at that and they're like, oh, that's so hot. They're wrong. And I don't agree with those people. But there are those people, Steven.
0: But but the thing is, yes, that's true. There are also people who think dirty hookers also look good, okay? Right, but, right. And, and that's – I'm not calling Hyona a dirty hooker, okay? Okay, let's not get it twisted. She's not, yeah, not getting twisted. We're not we're we're, I'm not calling – I'm saying she looks – trashy and not in the good way if there even is a good way to look trashy like this music video looks like something fucking Laisha would do okay or bambino would do it Mm -hmm. is so trashy it is not sexy at all and yet it's got shots of her butt it's got shots of her boobs it's got shots of midriff for days it it's Again, it is a very personal preference, but it it's like a fever dream of trash, okay? <laughs> Especially as it moves on and these backup dancers come in and they're wearing JYP see-through raincoats. And, like, she, I just, like, she even takes off her underwear and puts it on. And that should be sexy, but it just isn't because it's just the mood you're in looking at this video is just. Yeah. Yeah. It, And what's crazy to me is that you get to the end of the video and it recommends, at least for me, it recommends Sunmi's Gashina. And I'm like, that's how you fucking do it. And I know I'm biased on Sunmi, but, like, if you want to be quirky sexy, Sunmi's Gashina, that's the way to go. This is, I honestly think Kyona was trying to go for quirky sexy, and uh, she done fucked that shit up real bad.
1: It's just, it's trying really hard, and it really shows. But,
0: but... It's trying really hard in a way that I don't understand. Like, if you're, like, stellar and you're trying real hard, I don't necessarily like it, but I understood it, you know? Mm -hmm. Wear skimpier outfits, do more sexual dances, I get it. This is like, I'm going to look like a fucking model that also looks like I'm on crack cocaine sexy, and I just... Don't get it. You know, let's not get it. Let's not get it. Let's not get it. Let's not get it. Okay. Let's not. Okay? Let's <laughs> not, that's not don't want not, it. <laughs> and then right. I'm, again, as you said, there's just comments of just like, she's so sexy. She's so beautiful. And like, she is and she can be. Okay. Bubble Pop. I mean, I'm my PP has reacted to those songs. Okay. <laughs> but this song is, or this look is just. Bad man, it it doesn't do it. It just doesn't do it for me. Why you gotta make pretty girls look so not pretty, man? Fucking maybe SM made this goddamn music video. I don't know.
1: Oh jeez.
0: Yeah, I, you know what? Maybe we need a fucking category on on the awards that it's just like how the mighty have fallen. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if I want to do that. There was a time where like Hyuna was, she was not amazingly killing it as a solo artist. But there was a point where she was, she had this kind of um, thing, this genre, this, mm-hmm. right, this this little piece of pie kind of locked down. And mm. she's absolutely lost it in the last couple of years, at least in my head, you know what I mean? Mm. And and there's all these other kind of solo girls that are cropping up and are, I think, doing it better. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. It's because Hyona has really, really leaned into this weird, sexy kind of, idea and it's just another another iteration of this of this weird sexy that she's trying to do
0: like the high fashion photo shoot sexy right i wouldn't even call this high fashion
1: like there's nothing really high fashion about this it's just trashy you know and arguably high fashion sometimes it does get a little trashy but like this is just straight just just nothing model-esque about this
0: i think i legitimately saw a whole show about with models wearing trash bags so i, I don't know that was just grungy. I, don't I, don't know. Know, I don't know man i don't know <laughs> uh, we, we're gonna both agree it does not does not do anything for us it, let's not get it all right yeah, let's not get it uh, maybe 2018 instead of calling big name no games we'll just call it let's not get it let's not get it it doesn't really roll off the tongue you know it, it, sadly it, yeah
1: just i think too many syllables in there actually yeah.
0: Um but uh speaking of too many syllables, we've done a lot of talking this episode. We're going to end it right here. Don't forget the next episode is our our biggest, our f- favorite episode of the year, uh top 10. And after that we got the little wars. So, let's see you guys next week. All right? Bye. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get
3: it.